The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 43. I hope you guys are doing well today and uh, before we get going, if you are looking for some help with uh, anxiety and OCD, you can head, head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can find loads of uh, helpful tips and information for dealing with OCD and anxiety. There's my free mini course, all you need to do to get access to that is to sign up for the, uh, the newsletter. So on with today's podcast. Today we're going to be discussing how to take your power back from anxiety. This is something that definitely uh, related to me when I was really struggling. Um, You know, I felt so powerless. I really felt like the anxiety had taken over and that there was nothing I could do to to kind of get that power back. And uh, what I found um, in the end from, you know, from really struggling for many years was that, you know, I had that power there inside the entire time. So we'll be looking today at how you can get back in touch with, uh, with that and how you can start living a more positive and authentic life. If you do find this podcast helpful, it would be amazing if you could give us a five-star review and to subscribe. Thank you very much. When we struggle with anxiety issues, it can really feel like we are the unfortunate victim in a game that's been rigged against us from the start. And whilst it's true that anxiety can seem incredibly unfair, holding on to this only serves to keep us trapped. If we truly want to move from anxiety to empowerment, then adopting some new beliefs is really going to help us with that. So let's let's kind of find out a little bit more about that and, uh, you know, to do that, we need to kind of think about how do we get into this this kind of trap in the first place? Because unfortunately, people who struggle with anxiety, whether you have OCD, whether you have generalized anxiety disorder, whether you struggle with uh, social anxiety, we all get stuck by fighting with our thoughts and not accepting them. And uh, it's a classic trap. It really is. Because, uh, of course, what you what you want to do is to try to problem solve, to try to get rid of the thoughts, because we live in a society that tells us if we have a problem about anything, then we need to find a solution. We need to problem solve until we solve that problem. And we get that message from from everyone in society, from our friends, from our teachers Uh, from our parents and there's a good reason for that because in many situations it's a really good idea problem solving is often you know the best solution but when it comes to anxiety and depression and these kinds of mental health problems it doesn't work it actually just makes things a lot worse so what we have to do is to start doing things a little bit differently Now, I know this anxiety trap only too well. I've been stuck in it many, many times. In fact, I think I've got the world record for digging the the largest anxiety hole possible in the ground. And, uh, you know, I was stuck down there for for many a year. 
um, you know, not realizing that I was constantly digging it even deeper and deeper and deeper. And, uh, you know, fortunately for me, I found out about some of these skills I'm going to be discussing now. And I was managed, you know, I managed then to climb my way back out of that trap. But in the end, it came down to, to giving up that fight. So once you're aware of the anxiety trap and, and how we get stuck in that, then we can start thinking about what we can do about it. And so I'm going to talk about um, acceptance. And uh, I know it's a bit of a cliche when it comes to anxiety problems, but it's so important. Um, so fortunately for, for me, when I was really struggling, um, I came across an incredible book um, by the man who's often dubbed the godfather of mindfulness, John Kabat-Zinn. And this book, Full Catastrophe Living, it taught me about the importance of giving up this fight and trying to accept and even appreciate all the aspects of my, pers- uh, of my personality and you know, not just the positive ones. Um, you see, what many people come to realize what, once they start to overcome anxiety is that they recognize these anxious thoughts, obsessions and neuroses as an important part of them they begin to see anxiety as a warning that perhaps they are not living their life in a way that truly benefits them and that is in line with their values and who they really want to be as a person. And when we feel like that, when we feel that we're not living our life by our values, that we are not being guided by the important principles in our life, um, you know, it's no wonder that we start to worry more, that we become more obsessive about things. Because when you don't have values, life loses meaning and it's a lot harder to motivate yourself to do the difficult things that will make you feel better. So maybe we need to start viewing anxiety in a slightly different way. Um, Many people also begin to recognize that if they had never experienced anxiety, then they simply wouldn't have arrived to become the person they are today. You see, learning to overcome anxiety gives you inner strength wisdom and determination. You can empathize more with other people and their own suffering and this helps you to build deeper and more meaningful relationships. When we start to view anxiety from this perspective everything begins to change you know because we're no longer running away from the anxiety as we were before. We're no longer fighting with it. We're actually looking at it. We're learning to accept it and learning to actually appreciate the positive things that it gives us because as horrible as it obviously can be, and trust me, I know all about that, there are so many positive things that it does give you. I would not be the person I am today, and I am much happier with the person I am today than I would have been if I'd never had experienced anxiety, as it's forced me, you know, to learn a lot about myself, to find out about what I truly value, to to find meaningful work in service of others, to try to have a sense of humor despite experiencing really difficult emotions and feelings, Uh, to be more in the present moment. I've learned all about mindfulness, even though I hate that word. But um, yeah, it's definitely taught me a lot about being in the present, about being more open and uh, honest about my feelings. All of these things have been amazingly good for me. And I'm not sure that I would would have got to this place Uh, had it not been for the anxiety and the OCD that I experienced for so many years. So it was a tough ride. It was a hard experience. But in the end, it's taught me so much about myself. And so there are many positives to be gained from, from having these experiences with OCD and anxiety. 
I truly think that ex- experiencing these kinds of problems, um, once you learn to overcome them, it makes you it makes you a better person, a more caring and understanding kind of person, because you can truly empathize with uh, difficult experiences that people are are having, and you can communicate with them about that and demonstrate your understanding, and so you can really uh, you know improve your your relationships with people. When we view um, anxiety from this perspective and not from the mindset of poor me or why me or this kind of victim mentality, which is all too easy to fall into, um, if we can instead view it from this positive mindset of, wow, I'm learning so much from this, I'm improving, I'm getting better. When we have this mindset, this is an empowering mindset. We really start to feel empowered and we begin to realize that we are not a victim of OCD, of social anxiety, of generalized anxiety disorder. We are a person with so much to give, so much value. And, uh, you know, we are we are not someone who's going to be bossed around um, by these problems that we're experiencing with with emotions and feelings. We can learn to control them. We can learn to get back into our lives and uh, to be the boss. In an article for Psychology Today, um, Michael J. Formica claims that our sense of empowerment is a reflection of the increased personal value and self-worth that comes out of our experience of having real influence in one or more areas of our lives. I think the term real influence is very interesting. Building your own personal power, which is of course what we want to do, is all about changing your relationship with anxiety. Uh, And that's about influence. Many people, um, though, look for influence from outside them. Perhaps they try to find influence at work or in their personal relationships. And, you know, there's nothing particularly wrong with this. The problem is, though, that we may feel like we have control over those things. And, you know, like even the, the person, you know, who's the CEO of the company, they, might, they may feel like they have complete control over their situation and what's happening to them. But something may happen in their life which they didn't predict and will cause them a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress. And this, this can happen to anyone. When we try to find control from outside of us, we don't quite know uh, with absolute certainty what's going to happen. And it's quite an unstable place to try to have that control, to try to build that power. However, if instead we turn inside and address the things that we do have direct influence over, our attitude, focus and determination, we start to build a sense of empowerment that may have been missing. Anxiety is one of those things that we do not have direct control over, but what we can choose is how we respond to it. So by turning inside, by focusing on um, what we choose to put our attention onto, instead of um, focusing on people and things that perhaps give us anxiety that are outside of us, these things do not matter. We cannot control other people and what they do we cannot control our boss and what he or she is going to do we cannot control um you know political factors that are happening we cannot control this epidemic we do not have control of these huge things but we can choose where we put our attention and we always have that choice and knowing that we have that choice is incredibly powerful incredibly uplifting and it's one of the most important things when it comes to overcoming um, anxiety and OCD and any kind of mental health problem. 
is that we always have that choice to put our attention onto positive things that are related to our values. Anyway, guys, I hope you found that helpful today. Um, if you have any questions at all, please do let me know. Uh, this is a really big issue. And, um, you know, many people I work with, you know, when they first come and see me, they're really struggling with these kinds of things because we feel like we don't have that control. We've given up our power. And as I was saying at the start of this podcast, you have that power. You really do. And you'd have to reclaim it. Um, because if you don't, you know, if you keep allowing your attention to, to, to go on to your obsessions and, you know, just allow allowing that anxiety, you know, to push you around, then unfortunately, these kind of problems are going to continue to, to get worse over time. But it is so true that in any situation, you can choose to put your attention onto, um, you know, different things. And meditation is a big part of this. Meditation is huge because it basically teaches that muscle of refocusing your attention onto the present moment and, you know, realizing that you have that choice to be able to do that. And so uh, I will be doing a, a podcast very soon on meditation and talking about that in greater detail and how you can use that for OCD and anxiety because it's not always straightforward. I know that many people who, um, you know, who are struggling find it very difficult to you know, to meditate because it's not an easy thing to do. If you're struggling with OCD and you're getting a lot of intrusive images, for example, perhaps when you close your eyes, you're getting all this stuff that's flooding in and that can be quite uncomfortable. But there are other ways that we can do meditation. You know, we don't have to sit there with closed eyes following the breath. There's different things that we can do. But these kinds of skills are the things that will really help you to stay in the present moment and not allow the, uh, the thoughts and things to, to boss you around. Anyway, guys, I hope you found it helpful. Um, as I was just saying, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And see you next time for the final episode of the year. Just a quick reminder that on my website now, there is a free mini course for OCD and anxiety. Remember, if you want to know more about me, you can check me out on Instagram, Robert James Coaching UK. You can go and join the Facebook group if you like, the Robert James Coaching Anxiety and OCD Support Group. And also you can check out my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.